Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. I'm Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. the savvy traveler, and I want to invite you to join me today as we look at travel from a variety of angles. In a few minutes, I'll be joined by an expert on travel insurance. I want to know if the recent State Department's travel warnings based on intelligence indicating the possibility of terrorism allows travelers who have insured a trip to bow out of that trip with no penalty. Then I'd like the attention of all nerds in my audience because we're going to hear about some of the best road trip ideas for nerds from the new editor of Gizmodo, Jeff Maynow. In Minnesota, there's that former underground silver mine that's now a physics laboratory. In New Mexico, there's the large antenna array that scans the skies. You get the idea. You don't have to be a nerd to enjoy this. And if you or someone you know would like to travel the world and enjoy free lodging and meals, you need to know about WOOF, W-O-O-F. That's the organization that gives you the opportunity to do just that by working on organic farms. Then we'll hear about the world's 12 dog-friendliest hotels. Plus, as always, I'll have my travel deals of the week toward the end of the hour. But let's start with this week's news and travel. Well, as I broadcast live on Saturday morning at just a few minutes after 10 Eastern time, the death toll stands as high as six from that small private plane that crashed into a residential neighborhood Friday in East Haven, Connecticut. The plane was apparently attempting to land at an airport just a few blocks from the scene of the crash. An Oregon newspaper says the pilot was a 54-year-old former Microsoft executive who was visiting colleges on the East Coast with his 17-year-old son. Those two passengers, plus the pilot's brother, were killed, as were several residents in the two homes. Terrible, terrible tragedy. On Sunday, 18, uh, the 19 or, of 19 or 20 U.S. consulates and embassies that have been closed in Africa and the Middle East by the State Department will reopen. Reports of possible terrorist activities led to the closing last weekend. Only the U.S. Embassy in Yemen and a consulate in Lahore, Pakistan, will remain closed for the time being. The uh, 2,138 passenger celebrity Millennium ship has an electrical problem with one of its two propulsion motors, according to reports from USA Today. It limped into port in Seward, Alaska early today, several hours today being Saturday, uh, a few hours behind schedule. It'll stay in port at least through Tuesday for repairs, so I expect the passengers will get to know Seward, Alaska very, very well. Now, let me just explain. If you're listening to this show Saturday afternoon or evening or Sunday morning, afternoon or evening, uh, many of our stations time shift our, sh our show. In fact, I think most of them do. So, uh, But I do tape this show. I broadcast live uh, and tape it uh, Saturday mornings um, beginning at 10.06 a.m. Eastern. So uh, keep that in mind when I refer today or this morning, whatever. That fire that destroyed the arrivals terminal at Kenya's Nairobi Airport Wednesday paralyzed air traffic in the sub-Sahara and major airlines from Europe stopped service to Nairobi. The footnote to that fire came Thursday when reports said firefighters looted electronic stores, a bank, and an ATM at the airport while they were fighting the blaze. Oh, those must have been very busy firefighters. Most flights are expected to be resort, uh, restored by this weekend. And uh, the National Transportation Safety Board releases a second report on that southwest plane that landed nose first at LaGuardia Airport and slid to a stop with collapsed front landing gear. Turns out the pilot took over the landing from the co-pilot when the plane was about 400 feet above the ground. The captain had only flown once before into LaGuardia. It was the co-pilot's seventh landing at LaGuardia this year. So far, there's no evidence that weather or mechanical difficulties can be blamed for the landing that resulted in 10 minor 
injuries to passengers. Now, if you're putting down money on an expensive trip, you might want to consider buying travel insurance. The website, QuoteRight.com, right, by the way, is spelled W-R-I-G-H-E, that's a W, QuoteRight.com, compares the offerings and prices of multiple travel insurance companies, or from multiple travel insurance companies. But I wondered if travel insurance came into play when the State Department issued that travel warning about a week ago, citing the possibility of terrorist activity in the world. John Cook is the president of Quote Right, and he joins us today. Welcome back to the show, John. Nice to have you here. Rudy, thanks for asking me back. All right, so if the prospect of terrorist activity anywhere in the world prompts someone to want to cancel a trip because the President of the United States says, hey, be careful about traveling, how does it affect travel insurance? Will he or she be able to, to pull out of an expensive trip that's covered by travel insurance with no penalty? The majority of travelers who have purchased uh, travel insurance that contains trip cancellation or interruption coverage would not be able to cancel and be covered. Now, is that because it's not really specific to a place or because trouble has not happened? It's because travel has not happened, uh, and it may not be specific to a place. Generally, the the terrorism coverage that's contained within most travel insurance policies uh, and you got to remember, trip cancellation, trip interruption coverages are what we call named peril coverages. That means that the insurance company specifically lists the items that are covered. Okay. One of those items is terrorism. But generally it says that a terrorist event must occur in a city that's on your itinerary within so many days of your departure. All right. So if, if a specific activity hasn't happened now, I... I the the ongoing protests in Cairo, Egypt, for example, I guess, I mean, that's protests. That's probably wouldn't be presumed to be terrorist activity, or is that a judgment called by the insurance company? No, it's usually not a judgment called by the insurance company. They look to the U.S. Uh, Department of State to, de- uh, to determine if something is a terrorist act. Most travel insurance companies do that. They look to the State Department. And, and, and I, I, I presume that the State Department is not considering street protests against the government in Cairo to be terrorist activity. No, they point. would look at that as being either a riot or civil unrest, and those two items are specifically excluded by travel insurance policies. All right. So in, in a word, why is travel insurance uh, good in these uncertain times? Why is it a good idea to some travelers? Well, still, the majority, the majority of people who... Uh, buy travel insurance, buy it for a couple of different reasons. The main reason is for the trip cancellation, trip interruption coverage, in case they have to cancel due to a medical emergency in their own family. I see. Okay. Or is job loss often sometimes covered in Job loss is also something. Jury duty. Jury duty. Mm -hmm. uh, Your home being made uninhabitable because of a fire or flood or burglary. There's a host of other reasons, but the main reason that people cancel trips statistically is an accident, illness, or death to either themselves or to a family member, whether or not the family member is on the trip with them. Right. And if you, for example, have rented, let's say it's April, and you've rented a you know $5,000 a week villa in Italy or something, and one of those events occurs in your life, and you've put down, I don't know, $3,000 as a deposit, that is when trip cancellation insurance would be very welcome. Is that a, a fair scenario? That is very fair. Yeah, so, I mean, I often advise people, if you're going to do an expensive trip and you're planning ahead, you never know. You know, you know, your a parent might die, you might break your leg, uh, you might lose your job and might not want to go on that trip. In that case, it's a good idea. Uh, and, and if you, by the way, if you are, let's give a plug to John Cook, our guest. If you are 
going to purchase travel insurance, uh, you know Travel Guard is one of our major sponsors on the show. You should check them out. And if you'd like to compare travel insurance policies, visit John's site, quote right, W-R-I-G-H-C, quote right, dot com. Uh, John, thanks so much for dropping by. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Well, there you go. There's your answer about terrorism. Virgin America hasn't had a profitable year since it began flying in 2007, but it did post a rare profit for the most recent quarter of $8.8 million. The airline flies mainly between both coasts, but it just added flights into Newark from San Francisco and going head-to-toe against the United that has hubs in both cities. We'll be right back in just a moment here in Rudy Max's World. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Ever wonder how you can travel like a rock star at a fraction of the cost? Truth is, being lucky in travel takes a little research. Written by Reader's Digest, Travel Guard presents the Smart Spender's Travel Guide, your resource to hundreds of tips from Reader's Digest's popular travel articles. Learn what to pack, how to avoid expensive travel mistakes, and more. Request a free copy of Smart Spender's Travel Guide at TravelGuard.com. We need your email address. All travel advice in this guide is provided by Reader's Digest and as such does not represent the views or opinions of TravelGuard. TravelGuard is a licensed provider of travel insurance and assistance service plans. Learn more at TravelGuard.com. Guys, you've heard about Ageless Male, the natural supplement that helps support free testosterone levels. But now, the best testosterone product is even better because for a limited time, you can try Ageless Male free. That's right. Call now and you can support your free testosterone levels with Ageless Mail for free. You only pay shipping and handling. Just call 1-800-676-2582. Ageless Mail can help you feel more like you used to in your active life and in your romantic life. Because our formula has been clinically shown to promote your drive, desire, and performance. If you're ready to recapture that drive from your youth, now is the time to try Ageless Mail with this free Free bottle giveaway. You must call now because this free offer is for a limited time only. Just call 1-800-676-2582. 1-800-676-2582. You hear that rattle, kid? That's an unbalanced condenser fan. That's bad. Unbalanced things break. Broken things cost money. Spending money leads to unbalanced budgets. That's why I like Granger. They balance my needs with my budget. Granger has counterweights, fan blades, motors, everything we need to keep this place humming. Not rattling, humming. The Granger catalog in all its forms. Get it? Got it? Good. Call, click Granger.com, or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back. It's 18 after the hour, and this segment of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by our sponsor, Travel Guard. Here's an offer you want to take advantage, courtesy of Travel Guard and Reader's Digest, a name you know and trust for reliable expert advice. They've teamed up together to provide the free Smart Spenders Travel Guide that will allow you to afford a vacation this year, uh, this summer, even if you're on a tight budget. You'll learn how to save on hotels, restaurants, and resorts, what to do to avoid making expensive travel mistakes, and there are about 110 more money-saving tips, ideas, and much more. It's absolutely free. All you have to do is go to TravelGuard.com for your free copy of this valuable 
guide. Jeff Manow is a guy who knows about nerds, um, and I'll tell you his credentials in a moment. Uh, well, let me tell you right now, that beginning next month, he is going to be the new editor-in-chief of Gizmodo, which is a very, very popular site that has to do with all things tech. Uh, I'm, congratulations, first of all, Jeff. Nice to have you here. Let me congratulate you on that. Thanks. It's good to be here. Nice to have you here for the first time. Um, he is also uh, author of a blog uh, called Building Blog, and it's BLDG Blog, abbreviation for building. Actually, yeah, it's BLDG Blog. Um, but I asked him to come on the show today because I caught his article in the current issue of Popular Science Magazine. So, Greg, uh, J Jeff's, uh, uh, Jeff's credentials are now in order. It's called The Best Nerd Road Trips, and it's a, it's a very amusing piece. You don't have to be a nerd to enjoy it, uh, by the way. I was fascinated by it, and believe me, I can't do anything with a computer. Um, first of all, how did you come up with this idea, Jeff? Um, well, the idea for the article was really to condense a longer list of sites that my wife and I have been visiting since June 2012 as part of a project called Venue where we've been traveling around the United States and visiting sites that are effectively of scientific interest or of interest for uh, the people who are working there for their interaction with uh, natural built or virtual landscapes. And so we've been doing interviews, we've been doing site visits, taking photographs, doing um, re audio recordings, a little bit of video and that kind of thing. And so we thought that what we do is we take 25 of the sites that we've been visiting, um, we've been to maybe 150, and uh, we would choose the ones that were open to the public so that you wouldn't have to call in advance or set up an interview of your own or that kind of thing. And um, give people really kind of a map to get back out on the road over the summer and uh, get to some really fascinating sites, uh, some places that are off, off the beaten track, uh, sometimes in the middle of nowhere, um, or at the very least on the edges of cities that they, that they may not have visited yet. Let me give an example. 150, Jeff, I didn't know you'd gone to that many. Let, let me just give an example, and I'm going to turn it over to Jeff for a couple of his favorite ones, because the first one is in the state where I live. I live in St. Paul, Minnesota, and up north is where a lot of, uh, uh, it's called the Iron Range, actually, because of all the mines there. And apparently, I didn't know this, in a town I've never heard of called Sudan, S-O-U-D-A-N, Sudan, Minnesota, there's a 19th century iron mine in the boreal forests of Minnesota, that is now being used for one of the deepest physics experiments in North America, and it's open to the public for $12. You can tour this uh, subterranean lab. What are they doing down there, Jeff? Um, yeah, that was actually one of my favorite sites. It's, it's pretty incredible. Um, it's uh, the mine itself is is is, a, is is really spectacular. They they make you watch a promotional video actually before you go underground, where they keep referring to it as the Cadillac of mines, uh, which is a slightly odd description for an underground space. But um, it was a you know pr pretty elaborate and very labyrinthine um, underground facility, and uh, what they've done now is they've turned it into a physics experiment to look for neutrinos, and they've also got a dark matter um, uh, sen uh, sensor a scanner kind of thing down there. Um, but the neutrino detector is the really fascinating one. Neutrinos are, are subatomic particles that uh, you know billions are washing through us at any given second. But because you're so far underground, um, that shower of neutrinos from outer space is reduced to a you know, a bare trickle, and so they can test for neutrinos that they themselves produce at the Fermi Lab outside Chicago. And Under so it's kind of a long story, but um, the neutrinos come up from Chicago, go into the mine, and they hit this 5,700-ton machine that is built, uh, you know, way down in the in the mine itself. And you actually get to visit the machine. And um, wait, 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 what do you mean the neutrinos come up from, come up from Chicago? How do they come up from Chicago? 
Well, so there's this thing called Fermilab uh, that's outside Chicago, which right. is uh, it's it's a you know a, a ring collider where they're crashing other uh, particles together to generate um, subatomic particles and does create neutrinos, which then sort of fly out almost like a rifle uh, out of the Fermilab, pass underneath Wisconsin uh, and, and sort of spread out through Minnesota and. The um, Sudan underground mine is, is basically on that scattering path. And so some of the neutrinos pass through the mine and hit this other machine, and it's kind of like a, you know, almost like a camera or an X-ray right. for, for capturing right. Un- Unbelievable. And by the way, you get to take a three-minute mine cage ride down for your physics lesson. This, this is half a mile below the surface of the Earth. Um, I'm talking with, uh, we're talking about the best nerd road trips you can take with uh, uh, Jeff uh, Mayno, who uh, is the incoming editor for Gizmodo, the website. Um, I know you have 25 of them, and we only have about four or five minutes left. Uh, Jeff, give me two or three, and, and a thumbnail description, three or four sentences on two or three of your other favorites, won't you? Sure. Um, yeah, there were there were so many of them that we that we enjoyed, but um, one that I would definitely highlight was um, the Aerojet Dade rocket facility. Um, this is in the Everglades. It's it's very nearly at the edge of Florida. In fact, it's so far south. Um, but if you go southwest from Miami, um, you'll hit a town called Homestead, and then go even a little bit more further south. And um, you can park your car at what looks like maybe a fishing hole for locals. And there's a long paved road that disappears into the Everglades that's closed to vehicles. And um, you walk maybe, it's quite a long distance, actually. I'd recommend taking a bike if you have one. Um, but it's about a three-mile walk. And then um, uh, as you get out into the Everglades and it gets even more, you know, remote and kind of spooky, you begin to notice that there are these hulking, rusting buildings sort of hidden off on the, on the edge. And uh, if you walk over these artificial canals and head towards the buildings, you've uh, entered into a complex that was used during the Apollo era to develop a, a sort of alternative uh, solid fuel uh, program that was never used for the Apollo rockets. And so they created the, the rockets themselves. They did, engineered the chemistry for the solid fuel, and uh, they had this huge facility out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, when they decided to go with liquid fuel for the rockets instead, uh, they basically abandoned the facility. Um, they really didn't clean much up, so you can actually still see filing cabinets. Uh, the building still stands. Uh, you know, it really feels as if they just sort of left the you know, one day and just never came back. And, um, it's, you know, it's a long walk out there, but it's, it's incredibly atmospheric. And, um, you know, you're surrounded by just the sounds of, you know, crickets and birds, and you're out in the middle of nowhere. And that's, that's definitely one that I would recommend. Okay, um, give me another uh, one. A, a literal road trip um, and one that, uh, you know, can e- easily pass you by in about, you know, half a second if you're not looking for it, but I, that I'd recommend uh, stopping and, and walking and, and, and seeing it in more detail is actually the San Andreas Fault. Uh, the San Andreas Fault, of course, is um, where the Pacific Plate and the North American Plate are colliding in the state of California. And uh, if you just take Highway 14 uh, north out of Los Angeles towards the city of Palmdale, it's uh, just about when you cross into Palmdale city limits, um, you actually drive through the San Andreas Fault, and the road cut that was uh, engineered to create the highway uh, slices right through the uh, continental cut there. So you actually see the kind of crashing waves of rock you know, folding and, and, and uh, colliding w- uh, with one another. So it's a pretty extraordinary thing to see. And um, there's actually a local uh, park that we have listed in the in the article itself where you can park your car. Um, this takes a little bit of trespassing, so I feel a little bit bad recommending it. Um, but if you don't mind hopping <laughs> one fence and uh, standing up on the on the side, you can actually look over and uh, look down at the, the freeway itself and see the um, the actual San Andreas Fault. So that's, that's a pretty extraordinary place to be, I, I, I think. I and then, um, yeah, it. while we're out in... 
while we're out in California, um, you know, one place that I, I, I genuinely recommend, uh, if not only just for a nerd road trip, but even just for national interest, um, there's a really fascinating place called Fort Irwin. Uh, it's a military base. It's a, a little bit northeast of Barstow. Uh, so it's, you know, you know, right in smack dab in the center of the, the Mojave Desert. And um, they offer free tours uh, twice a month where you can actually go deep into this military base. The base itself is the size of Rhode Island. And um, they actually have 15 simulated cities that they use to train uh, U.S. troops who are going overseas, where the cities are made to look like uh, villages in Afghanistan or during the Iraq War, villages in Iraq. And um, it's the size of Rhode Island. This military military facility is the size of Rhode Island. Yeah, it's a it's a truly huge military base, and um, it's about equidistant between L.A. and, and Las Vegas. Unbelievable, Jeff. And I've so, got uh, it. I, I hate to do this, but I have to cut you off. But I want to tell people where to find more of this. Well, sure. Well, then there's two things. I'd say, yeah, pick up the newest issue of uh, Popular Science, and uh, we've got a, our article in there. It's about a six-page spread with uh, some directions and uh, maps and that kind of thing. And then the other place is to check out our own website. Uh, it's called Venue. It's um, the, the URL is included in the in the Popsi article. And um, yeah, we've got a, about another hundred sites that we have to write up and stick on the on the website. But um, definitely stay tuned, and we've got some pretty incredible locations coming up. Great. I'm also looking at it at Popular Science's website, which is popsci, P-O-P-S-C-I, popsci.com. And if you just type in the search engine, nerd road trips, or go to Google and type in 25 best nerd road trips, it'll come up like that. I'm looking at the National Radio Quiet Zone, 13,000 square miles in the Appalachian Mountains, where the Green Bank Telescope searches for the universe for star-forming clumps of gas and other things, and the NSA does some of their listenings. Uh, Jeff uh, Mano, great article, great, great legwork. Congratulations on the new gig, and thanks for being on the show. Thanks, Rudy. It's good to be here. We'll be right back in just a moment. You can learn how to work on an organic farm and get free room and lodging all around the world. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Ever wonder how you can travel like a rock star at a fraction of the cost? Truth is, being lucky in travel takes a little research. Written by Reader's Digest, Travel Guard presents the Smart Spender's Travel Guide, your resource to hundreds of tips from Reader's Digest's popular travel articles. Learn what to pack, how to avoid expensive travel mistakes, and more. Request a free copy of Smart Spender's Travel Guide at TravelGuard.com. We need your email address. All travel advice in this guide is provided by Reader's Digest and as such does not represent the views or opinions of Travel Guard. Travel Guard is a licensed provider of travel insurance and assistance service plans. Learn more at TravelGuard.com. Did you try the new app? Appetizers. Let's order something. I'm starving. No, with the America's Best Value in iPhone app. Download it from the App Store and make reservations instantly at any of their 1,000 hotels in North America. Most locations have free continental breakfast and internet. Plus, sign up for the Value Club to get 15% off, room upgrade, and late checkout when available. The America's Best Value in mobile app can do all that? And more. Got it. Now, about those appetizers. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back. It's 33 minutes after the hour. You're listening to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. Proud to have about 170 stations carrying our show on XM Radio. Delighted to have you here with me 
on this summer weekend in August. Listen, uh, uh, we talk about a lot of different ways to travel and see the world. This is one of the most interesting I've come across. It's called Worldwide Opportunities for Organic Farms, or WOOF. And WOOF has two W's at the, uh, the start. If you'd like to look it up while we're talking, it's W-W-O-O-F, WOOF with two W's and two O's, dot net. And it is a, a website that offers the opportunity for people to travel the world and work on organic farms and in exchange, and we're going to ask Annie King to verify this for me, my, my next guest, uh, you'll be provided accommodations and food. Um, Annie King is the coordinator of WOOF for uh, Ireland, and she's also the vice chair of the Federation of WOOF Organizations Worldwide. We've reached her in Ireland. Annie, welcome to Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you here. Hi, it's nice to be with you. Now, what, did I make any errors in summarizing what WOOF is about? No, I don't think. Apart from um, using this uh, the word work, which we're actually a volunteer organization, uh-huh. so we avoid using the word work. People help and they do tasks related to organic growing and things like that. And what is the average stay for folks who are doing this volunteer work on, it on organic farms? It varies a great deal. I mean, I'm a wolf host myself, and I have been for the last 15 years, and the longest stay I've ever had has been two and a half years, and the shorter ones are a week. But um, <laughs> two, Wait, Annie, usually, two and a half years, two and a half years, that's a, either a family member or a tenant. It's kind of become a family member now, but uh, um, that, that lives somewhere else in the same area. But, uh, yeah, he, he, he was someone who um, had some problems adjusting to what you might call mainstream society, but he really found working on the land and working with the soil and working with other people who understood was really beneficial to him. So it can be very beneficial in a lot of ways. And, and, now you, and you said your shortest stay was about a week. So this isn't someplace where when you're touring Ireland, you stop in for one night for lodging and, and dinner. It's, no, it's not. I think one night is not. It's, it's more about the learning about organic growing, sustainable living than it is about the travel. But we do have a lot of people, especially in Ireland, um, I think more than 80% of our, we call them woofers, the volunteers, more than 80% of our woofers are from abroad. And um, one of the largest um, numbers... We have one of the largest countries. They come from the U.S., but I think that kind of reflects tourism in the U.S. as well. Yes. And now, there are woofers everywhere in the world now, including the U.S., correct? There are over 50 um, countries which have national organizations, and there are, I think, at least half as many, again, I'm not too um, great on the figures, where there is no national organization, but they are held on uh, what we call an independence list, which you will find on woof.net, um, and, and are registered there. But what happens is the, um, the woofers, the volunteers, um, pay a subscription. It varies in each country, but it's, I mean, in Ireland it's 20 euros, it's around that kind of mark, and they get access to the lists in the country to which they subscribe. If they join with Wolf Independence, they get access to the list of hosts who are in the countries where there's no national organization, um, and the hosts pay a, a membership fee as well. Uh, and that's really how, how it's run, and practically I think near every organi- Wolf organization now has its own website. The national organizations are run um, independently from each other, but we have recently come together to form a federation so that all the national organizations uh, can support each other, and that's the Federation of Wolf Organizations. We call it FOWO, and it's (laughs) wolf.net is the website for the federation. And through that website, you can access the independent hosts. 
Now, I presume accommodations vary widely from group accommodations to single, but how many people, for example, can you you accept at one time? And well, is, at the moment, and, I've got eight staying with me. Um, they all have caravans or what you might call trailers um, that they stay in, but we, okay. um, over a period of about six years with the help of the woofers and, and other friends we've converted one of my stone outhouses into a really nice cozy cabin um which if you went to our w- website which is woof.ie you could see on the back of one of our newsletters um where they can they they can hang out in this kind their kind of leisure space and um they have their breakfast but we they then they come and eat with me in the house in the evenings and at lunch times and uh, and we all do things um, work on projects in the garden um, together. So you're feeding eight extra people a day? Yes. At any given day. And but it's, um, I'm growing a lot of vegetables in the garden, right. and right. I'm vegetarian, so I don't have the expense of buying meat, and I, although I don't keep chickens and ducks myself, I have other friends who do, and we tend to do a barter operation. I will swap things for them, or, or swap a, a favor, doing them a favor, and they'll pay me in eggs. Um, so it doesn't have to work out as expensive as it sounds. We just have 30 seconds uh, left, Annie, but, um, I, and I'm sure it varies from location to location, but is it something that is you're wise to book way ahead on? Um, it's good to plan, we say at least three months in advance. Um, okay. I mean, it, it, the busiest time for us, um, in this, I mean, it, it's all over the world. You can go to Australia, New Zealand, wherever. Um, but it's the summer months which are usually the most busy because of quite often that's when you get students who are travelling. Um, but in Ireland, you can volunteer on a, a tourist visa, so you can come for the 90 days and volunteer that. And there is a, um, a longer stay visa which you can apply for as well. Annie King is the coordinator in Ireland for Worldwide Opportunities for Organic Farms. Uh, Woof, W-W-O-O-F, Woof with two W's. Check it out at woof.net. Annie, thank you for joining me this afternoon, or your afternoon, from Ireland. Now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Hey, neighbor, how was your trip? I bet you racked up the hotel points. Are you kidding? Waiting for hotel rewards is like watching grass grow in August. It takes forever. Who's that? Oh, our new neighbor, John. He joined America's Best Value Ins Value Club, and now he gets an instant 15% discount room upgrade at late checkout when available. Instant? Yep, he signed up at americasbestvalueinn.com. Looks like the grass really is greener at America's Best Value Inn. Look, kid. People touch some disgusting stuff in this facility. You got to keep these guys clean. In this place, that is a monumental task. This is why we use paper products from Georgia Pacific. Just ordered some from Granger, a surplus of solutions for the hygienically challenged. Just got our guys new touchless soap and towel dispensers and plenty of refills. They need it. A lot of it. If you need it, call Granger. Get it? Got it? Good. Call clickgranger.com slash Georgia Pacific or stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Suffering from allergy congestion? Allegra D decongests. Allegra D depressurizes so you can breathe. Allegra D, a fast, non-drowsy antihistamine, plus a powerful decongestant that gives you 24 hours of congestion-free breathing. It even reduces swelling that can cause congestion and pressure. Allegra D, defense against allergy congestion. Look for Allegra D at the pharmacy counter. 
Starts working in one hour. Applies to first dose only. Use only as directed. Visit Allegra.com. Guys, you've heard about Ageless Male, the natural supplement that helps support free testosterone levels. But now, the best testosterone product is even better. Because for a limited time, you can try Ageless Male free. That's right. Call now and you can support your free testosterone levels with Ageless Male for free. You only pay shipping and handling. Just call 1-800-676-2582. Ageless Male can help you feel more like you used to in your active life and in your romantic life. Because our formula has been clinically shown to promote your drive, desire, and performance. If you're ready to recapture that drive from your youth, now is the time to try Ageless Male with this free Free bottle giveaway. You must call now because this free offer is for a limited time only. Just call 1-800-676-2582. 1-800-676-2582. Do you or someone you know have an overseas trip coming up? Perhaps a college student preparing to study abroad or someone planning a honeymoon or trip of a lifetime. Why not get a feel for the place by ordering one of my DVDs? From Paris to Hong Kong, Tokyo to Tuscany, I've made more than 80 shows on the world's great destinations. Knowing a bit about the history, culture, people, and cuisine of a city or region beforehand can enrich any trip. Just click on store at www.maxa.tv to sample my DVDs. That's maxa.tv, and check out the new Blu-rays as well. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. I think it's because my uh, executive producer, Janet DeAcevedo McDonald, has a dog that we've had. We've been sort of focusing on dog hotels over the last few months, and apparently we've got the UK-based expert on dog hotels. Her name is Tamara Hinson, and she has written a piece on the 10 most dog-friendly hotels in the world. In the whole world, Tamara? Um, yes, apparently so. I mean, dog <laughs> hotels are now they're more popular than ever before, so yeah. <laughs> All right, now, now how, what, what distinguishes a dog hotel from a kennel? Uh, well, basically, at Dog Hotel, you've got kind of more facilities at the, at the really, uh, at the, at the kind of the traveller who wants all the facilities for their dog in the world. So you've got everything from from some hotels will have spas just for dogs, and then you've got luxury everything from luxury bedding to pools to yoga sessions for dogs. It, it really varies, but there are literally is you can get everything to your dog now. I mean, in England, a hotel recently launched a, uh, a dog package which includes a private screening of Lassie. So there really is everything available for travellers with their dogs now. A private screening. We wouldn't want too many dogs crowding the theatre. Wait a minute. How do you... What do you do? What do you mean yoga for dogs? Uh, <laughs> well, apparently it's quite good, and um, I don't know how they tell, but apparently it does benefit dogs. And, I mean, dog yoga is now very popular in the UK and um, I've certainly seen it on offer in quite a, hotel, uh, quite a lot of hotels in the US as well, in Canada. I, 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 but I, I, I can barely get a dog to roll over, let alone do yoga or watch Lassie, for goodness sakes. Is there some proof dogs like to watch <laughs> movies about dogs? I don't know. <laughs> um, well, I guess, um, I guess uh, increasing numbers of hoteliers think they do. Um, <laughs> Do you, yeah, do you, I mean, do you uh, have dogs, yeah. Tamara? Do you have dogs? 
Um, well, I don't at the moment, but um, I always grew up with dogs. I always had um, Siberian Huskies. But, yeah, um, wow. unfortunately, I don't at the moment because I travel so much, so I can't have one at the moment, which is, yeah, it's horrible. But, yeah, hopefully soon. And what are these? I mean, I presume a dog hotel is more expensive than a traditional kennel. Um, well, the price really, really varies. I mean, there are there are certain hotels where where they you know they'll offer separate packages, which can you know some run to thousands of dollars for a specialist um, for a specialist dog package. But then there are plenty of hotels where you'll just pay a flat rate, for example, twenty five dollars to take your dog with you to this hotel or you know, the hotels might charge $10 a night. It really, really varies, uh, varies incredibly. I mean, some of the larger, um, more luxurious hotel chains, such as the, the, Fair, the Fairmont and the Mandarin Oriental, which I mentioned in my article, their packages are more high-end, more expensive. But then a lot of the independently-run hotels offer you know, really great value packages for dogs, which... So, for example, like the Lamb and Lion Inn in Cape Cod, that's, you know, a really, you can take your dog there and there's some amazing facilities for dogs there, but it's really not going to set you back much. Well, I think the most outrageous one, This, by the way, I uh, will put a link on my Facebook fan page to Tamara's article that ran on uh, uh, CNN's website. Um, I think the most... The most over-the-top one is a British company that launched a, a holiday dog a dog holiday package for $70,000, seven zero, followed by three more zeros. Uh, your dog can run along a beach with an Olympic sprinter, get a private screening of Lassie, yeah. a Louis Vuitton dog collar, counseling sessions, and a stay at Paw Seasons. That's the name of the dog hotel. Um, but but then, the, you know, there's the Best Western Falls View Hotel in Niagara Falls. It's got all kinds of special stuff. And the Fairmont in Santa Monica. And uh, the, La Maurice, the Maurice in Paris has got a dog basket with a personalized name tag in their own menu. And the hotel can arrange for a food bowl to be engraved with the dog's names and uh, walk by the staff in nearby Twillery's Gardens. I, this, is, uh, this is a whole... I mean, are cats getting this kind of treatment here? Or is this all about dogs? At the moment, I mean, there's, there certainly are more hotels offering packages for for cats now, but it is mainly centered around dogs at the moment. I mean, recent, I know recent research by the American uh, Pet Products Association has um, suggested that I mean, 51% of Americans apparently have uh, sorry, 51% of American pet owners want to take their pets abroad when they travel, and they do right. take their pets abroad. So there is a huge market for it. But yeah, it's definitely more dogs than cats, I think. But, I mean, JetBlue, for example, now have a frequent flyer scheme for dogs. <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely at the moment more targeted towards dogs than other pets. <laughs> it's a dog's world. I just wonder if these dog hotels offer free Wi-Fi. Tamara Hinson is a freelance writer based in the United Kingdom. We'll put a link on my Facebook page, Rudy Max at Travel slash Leisure, uh, and you can read her piece uh, if you've got a pup who needs some logic. Tamara, thanks for joining us. Take care. Thank you very much. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. 
Here again is Rudy Maxa. Welcome back. Well, the annual Brit Iowa Hobo Convention is taking place this weekend through Sunday. The list of activities is pretty incredible, from hobo poetry readings to the unveiling of the portraits of last year's king and queen of hobos. New ones will be chosen this year. And, of course, there's a hobo parade. The public is invited. In case you think hobos are down-and-out folks riding the rails nonstop, I think you'd actually be surprised. There are professional men and women. I know one of them. They've got families, great jobs, big incomes, fancy cars. But they love to get out of their routine lives occasionally and just jump onto a train and hitch a ride. I know. you got to understand, a hobo is not a tramp or a bum. Hobos take those three words very seriously. Uh, no one's quite sure where the word hobo comes from. It may come from the Latin homo bonus, which means good men. Or it could have come, uh, uh, or some say it could have come from Civil War soldiers who hitched rides because they were homeward bound, or H-O-B-O. Well, whatever the term came from, they're seasoned travelers. they got a language and culture all their own. In Brit, Iowa, there's a cemetery featuring graves of hobos with a memorial. It's where hobos go to rest when, as they say, they catch the westbound. I like that. When you pass away, you catch the westbound. Graves are marked with their hobo names, among them Fry Pan Jack, Iowa Bob, Preacher Steve, Slow Motion Shorty, and the Hard Rock Kid. Catch a train. I'll be the savvy traveler. The tombstone says the savvy traveler there when I, when I head westward bound. Um, so if you're anywhere near Brit, Iowa this weekend, you're invited to join the party. You can find details at hobo.com. And, you know, you might think if you've been CEO of a company that's been in bankruptcy for two years, a company that you had to sell to a smaller competitor to keep the company alive, and a company you're leaving as the CEO as the smaller company CEO takes over your job, you might think that stepping down wouldn't result in a very big golden handshake, but you'd be wrong. In the case of American Airlines CEO Tom Horton, he's collecting a golden parachute worth about $20 million. This despite objections from the Department of Justice's bankruptcy watchdog called the U.S. Trustee Program. For the third time, the U.S. Trustee for the New York region has asked the bankruptcy judge overseeing American Airlines bankruptcy proceedings to halt that big paycheck to CEO Tom Horton. But the airline argues that Horton deserves a big bonus for steering the airline through bankruptcy and negotiating the, uh, negotiating the intended merger with U.S. Airways. You be the judge. And here's some good news. You can trust those scales that weigh your luggage at New York City's airports. The city's Department of Consumer Affairs did a surprise check. They raided LaGuardia and JFK and checked the accuracy of all the scales that weigh your luggage. You know, if it's over 50 pounds, you're going to pay. Well, they found 96% of them were right on target. Five scales at LaGuardia and 23 at JFK had to be recalibrated for accuracy. Okay, let's do a few deals of the week here. Uh, let's see. Marriott. Marriott has announced a bonus program that will award members of its frequent guest program with a free night for every two stays. Now, not every two nights, but every two stays. Oh, you can check in one night, check out. Come back the next night, check in, check out. That's two stays. You'll get a free night for every two stays between September 15th and January 15th. You'll be able to redeem that free night at most of the 3,000 category one through five Marriott properties. And it's got to be used within one year from the date of purchase. Now, apparently different people who are members of Marriott's award program, are getting different offers. So you've got to sign into your Marriott account or call Marriott Rewards to see what you're eligible for and if you're eligible. If you call them, I bet you can talk your way and do it. And if you're looking for a real bargain at a beach resort, I would suggest considering the Egyptian resort city of Sharm el-Sheikh. Now, I know you're thinking Egypt, Egypt, Egypt. And there are some protests taking, taking place in Sharm el-Sheikh, but they're very well under control. It is not the pandemonium that downtown Cairo can become. Sharm el-Sheikh is a resort, total resort city in the Sinai Desert, on the edge of the Sinai Desert, on the Red Sea. 
and five-star resorts are selling rooms for as low as $25 per night with all meals conclu- included. Now, you've got to get yourself over to Sharm El Sheikh. You can do that by flying into Cairo and into Sharm El Sheikh, or you can take a bus or whatever. Uh, uh, just uh, today before coming on the air, I checked the price for a night uh, beginning September 20th at the Ritz-Carlton in Sharm El Sheikh, a very nice property. you got a $100 a night price quote from ritzcarlton.com. $100 a night. You want to go to the club level and eat your breakfast and lunch and snacks free or drink free, $180 a night. An incredible bargain. So uh, just click on Sharm El Sheikh Resorts and you'll find a selection of, of names you'll recognize from, from uh, North American-based chains. And, and uh, you know, I, I would not hesitate in recommending going to Sharm El Sheikh. If you want to go to the U.S. Open and you've got a, you carry a Starwood preferred Amex card, you can buy hard-to-get tickets for a match on September 3rd that includes a meet-and-greet with a tennis pro as well as cocktails and dinner, all for $165. Seating is on the lower promenade section, which, by the way, is already sold out on the lower promenade section. Tickets to the event through uh, Starwood Preferred, the Amex card, will be available on a first-come, first-served basis beginning August 20th at 3 p.m. Eastern. You've got to call a phone number. Beginning August 20th at 3 p.m. Eastern, you've got to call 800-445-7374. I'll repeat that in a moment. Again, only Starwood Preferred Guest credit card holders are eligible for this. By the way, if you apply for a Starwood Amex card, by September 3rd, you'll get 30,000 Starwood points, and your $65 annual fee is waived for the first year. You'll get 10,000 Starwood points upon acceptance, another 20,000 points if you put 5K on the card in the first six months. Uh, Starwood Preferred Guest points are very valuable, even if you don't stay at Starwood Hotels because you can trade them at a premium for airline miles. So not a bad deal. Again, you've got to apply for the card by September 30th, and you've got to put 5K on it to get the full 30,000 bonus Starwood points. Um, let me give you that number again in case you're scurrying to get a piece of paper for the uh, Starwood Preferred Amex deal for the U.S. Open. 800-445-7374. Got to call them at 3 p.m. Eastern. If your station's leaving us this hour, we'll see you again here next week. Thanks for joining me this week. Uh, for the rest of us, going to take about a six-minute break. We'll be right back with a second hour of Rudy Max's World. Don't touch that dial. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World. And as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.